all-out brawls, fist fights, lines out the door, parking lots crowded to the nth degree over a damn chicken sandwich? I need y'all to relax. Y'all are really out here doing the most. Stick around and we'll talk about it. Hey everyone, welcome back to the newest episode of the Regularly Irregular podcast. I'm your host and show's creator, Big Jim, a.k.a. Mr. Coelho Suave himself. All right. Now, listen, I don't have a whole lot of time. I thought I had to come on here and talk about the important things that are happening right here, right now. Okay, things that are that have far reaching ramifications, not only for this generation, for generations to come. Okay. We're not doing uh, uh, a fluff piece here. We're not doing soft journalism, okay? We're talking hard-hitting stuff. Stuff that if I don't talk about it, I don't know who will. I don't know who will. Has to be done, okay? Someone had to fall on the sword. Um, If you think we're talking about the trade war, the tariff war between China and the U.S., no, no. That's Bush League. Anybody can do that, okay? Anybody can do that. If you think we're talking about the uh, the Amazon rainforest uh, and being intentionally set fire to, potentially wiping out 20% of our uh, the resources that provide us with breathable oxygen. No, no. No, that's, that's, that's beneath us. That's beneath this show. We're here, we're going to talk about something far more important than those topics. We're going to be talking about chicken sandwiches. Yeah, chicken sandwiches. Listen, man, if you haven't heard, if you're, maybe your head has been under a rock for the last, I don't know, week and a half, two weeks, month. I don't know how long it's been uh, up until this point, but a certain... Uh, fast food chain has been killing it with their uh, with their current offering. Okay, talk about Popeyes, and they're currently offering a chicken sandwich, uh, spicy and mild. And I almost feel bad talking about this because uh, it's been. It's been overdone. A, it's been overdone. Um, And B, I will not go into a whole bunch of detail about the sandwich, whether it's good or not, because uh, Popeye's has not run me my coins. All right? These cats ain't paying me, so I'm not going to say anything good, bad, or otherwise about it, but I think... I'd be remiss if I didn't at least chime in on on this whole thing. But yeah, this this they've had a an ongoing feud with a, a number of other fast food entities, most notably uh, Chick Fil A, forever problematic, wild homophobic, and and what what have you. But um, yeah, they have this thing, and and it's been quite the media sensation. Uh, quite the frenzy. It's been ridiculous, man. And I guess what I need to talk about to start off with this 
this whole thing is like I said, I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to weigh in one way or another how I feel about the sandwich. Okay. Um, maybe you've had the sandwich. Maybe you haven't. You like it. You don't. Whatever. You don't care. You're completely ambiguous to, to this whole thing. Uh, that's great. But you can't deny that it's been a pop culture sensation right now. And it's crazy. But like I said previously, they haven't run me my coins. And I think folks need to take that into account when we're talking about the black dollar. You see, the reason that Popeye's uh, sandwich is so successful, the sole reason is because they were engaging in a Twitter beef with Chick-fil-A and it basically made its way onto black Twitter. And if you don't know, black Twitter can make or break you. And boy, did black Twitter make this sandwich and make Popeye's some money. I read somewhere that Popeye's has saved in excess upwards of $23 million, $23 million in advertising revenue with the free advertising being provided by black Twitter. They're making money off of your cultural relevance. We, we dictate the culture people. We dictate the culture in regards to what's popular and what isn't what's going to be hot and what's, what's not. And I think the sooner that folks realize that and harness that power, I think the better off we'll be. You could have a lot of changes made in the shape, form, and fashion that you would like to have them made. You could have the images portrayed the way you'd want them to be portrayed. You could have the products brought forth that you want brought forth. You could have things canceled that don't meet your approval. Things like, um, I'm thinking about that H&M ad a few years ago. Was it last year? But the H&M ad last year with the, uh, the monkey, the kid with the coolest monkey in the jungle ad and the backlash that H&M received, at least the public backlash that H&M received in regards to that ad. But if you, and, and, and mind you, the backlash was, was, was public. The rebuke was public, but I am 1 million percent sure that they knew exactly what they were doing when they released that ad. And they weighed that against the potential ad revenue they were going to get just by putting this out. They knew that while the public backlash would be pretty significant on the front end, on the back end, that's still advertising dollars. So when you weighed the 
pros and cons when you rate when you weighed the risk versus reward, they said their bean counter say, hey, yeah, this is this is we're gonna green light this. This is something we should pursue. Um, when you harness the, and and when you harness the 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 power of the black dollar, when you harness the power of uh, black folk understanding how they dictate the culture and how they make or break what's going to work, you won't have companies like H and M even dreaming of putting out anything as offensive as blatantly offensive as they did with the uh while you know with the understanding that they're hedging that they're going to make more money on the back end they they just won't do it they know they would know that that that's not going to fly so i really wish that we would come to an understanding about that and really understand how much power we wield uh but you know that's that's my that's my soapbox moment uh, for that. But really, other than that, I need folks to calm down. I need for folks to calm down. Relax. Yo, it's a chicken sandwich. At the end of the day, it's just a chicken sandwich, people. I've seen videos of people uh, fighting blacking out wilding out people bringing whole chickens to the to the uh, uh to the popeyes store itself because people say because the the, the they're, every popeyes is out of is out of the sandwich if you haven't had one to this point my guy miss whoever you're late it's it, it ain't happening it ain't happening so don't even bother at this point to go try to get one. Um, it's sold out everywhere. But yeah, people are, are, are acting a fool over a damn sandwich. My son, my one son said it reminded him of when Starbucks had that weird looking, that nuclear looking drink that, I don't know, the unicorn thing a couple years ago that looked wild nasty, but people bought it up. But still, the, even with the, with the, with the popularity of that drink, it doesn't, it didn't match. It didn't come anywhere near as close to what I've seen with this daggone sandwich. Uh, but people need to calm down, get some perspective. It's a sandwich. There's no need to be fighting. <laughs> There's no need to be fighting over a sandwich. Like, I don't know if y'all have seen it. There's mad videos of people scrapping inside the, inside the, the stores because they're out of the sandwich. Just order something else. It's not that deep. It's not that deep. It, it, I, listen, I assure you. I assure. I promise you, people. It's not that deep. They have other offerings. <laughs> okay. I wish they would calm down. People. People. People just. I don't know, man. People lose perspective, and then they get to doing anything. Um. As I said, you're not going to get it <laughs> anywhere. It's it's sold out everywhere. It reminds me of when um, uh, when I was a kid and people wanted. I'm dating myself with this one. This is this this analogy is for my 35 uh, and up. I'm not even saying 35, probably 40 and up crowd. It reminds me of the frenzy of when 
Christmas came around back in the 80s and people were trying to get Cabbage Patch Kids. It's a wrap. You weren't getting one of those. And parents were going up, going upside each other's heads in stores behind these ugly ass dolls. Let's keep it a buck. They were ugly. Okay. So you're not going to get one. Um, I, I had one two weeks ago before this all really, really blew up. And so I took my, my partner on the ambulance a couple of days ago, I said, yo, he, he, he'd seen the, he'd seen the hype and he said, yo, let's, let's go, let's go check it out. Whatever. I said, all right, well, you know, we'll go over there, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And we drive over there because there's a Popeye's in the local. Meanwhile, there's also video of a, the Popeye's in my local, uh, a fight breaking out there. It's crazy. But anyway, so we get there and there's a line stretched from the, the, the front counter, two lines actually, stretched from the front counter, damn near out the door of the store, okay? So we're in the back of the line. He's determined to try this, the sandwich. I said, yo, let me tell you, it's, it's going to be sold out, my guy. Don't even don't even bother. He said, nah, nah, nah. We'll, you know, it'll be there. I said, it's not going to be there, I, you know? I'd already had my heart set. I said, yo, I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even trying to get one. I'm just going to get some regular chicken and some, and a biscuit. And, you know, we wait in the line. And despite the fact that the, uh, the line was, was while long, it moved. So we get to the front and we get to the front and there's a sign. Uh, every place I've, uh, every iteration of Popeye's I've seen versions of the sign. It says, uh, we're so sorry, but we're out of the sandwich. Okay. And there's a, an elderly woman behind both of us or whatever. I don't know. If she didn't see the sign. My partner and I saw the sign. I said, yo, I told you, I told you, bro. He puts his order in. And despite the fact that the sign is like movie poster size, this woman says to the cashier next to us, baby, can, can I have three of those chicken sandwiches? And you could, you could see, you could see the the hopelessness. <laughs> you could see the the sheer anguish, the, the the fatigue on these cashiers' faces when that woman asked for that sandwich. Family, when I tell you they were they were too through, believe me when I say that they were at the end of their collective rope about this daggone sandwich. Despite that, the cashier who was taking that woman's order politely said, I'm sorry, ma'am, but um, as the uh, sign up there clearly indicates, we are out of the sandwich. Okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But the woman who'd been serving my partner uh, was sort of laughing in resignation with her head down. And I know I I should... I should be professional because I was in uniform. He was in uniform, but I'm sorry. The way that why the way that my uh, level of immaturity set up, I started cracking up, and I said, "I said, sis, you're you are too through," and she's she starts almost laughing. She tries not to laugh out loud, but I see it. She's she's stifling a laugh with her head down. I said, "You, you've had about enough. You, 
you ready to walk out of here, aren't you? And she's trying not to laugh some more. And I'm I'm laughing. But then but then I got online a, a little while later that day and my laugh uh, turned to concern um, because there was a viral picture of a of a Popeye's worker sitting down on the edge of the building. I don't know which Popeye's this was, but she'd been sitting down at the edge of the building with her hands on her knees and her head down. She looks completely exhausted. And the way it's presented initially is for humor. You know, once again, stressing how much these Chick-fil-A people are tired of the sandwich and tired of people asking about it, tired of the hype surrounding it and wishing that it was over and how she was worked to the bone. And then someone offered a different perspective and I had to, I, I was snapped back to reality. It said, I don't find anything about this picture funny. It said, this person and these people, these employees of this company are being worked to the point of exhaustion behind this sandwich and just in general. And the pay for this work and the aggravation and this exhaustion is not, uh, the pay is not commensurate with the level of exhaustion that these people are going through. And I said, you know what that, it, it isn't funny. It isn't funny. Um, listen, I, I understand that this is, that Chick-fil-A may or may not be, or any fast food job. It's not the, it's not going to be the highest paying job. You know, it's not the most skilled job, but someone has to do this job. And there's no shame in doing this job. There's no shame in it. Someone has to do it. It's an honest living. And there should be a living wage that matches, that permit that, that provides for these people, uh, that makes this aggravation worthwhile. Don't come on here talking about, oh, if 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 these people want to get paid more, then what they need to do is go back to school. Listen, even if there were people who, even if these people went back to school and furthered their education, went into you know a whole bunch of debt and got other jobs, you would still have to have people to make this chicken and sell it to you in these stores. Okay, I don't care how many kiosks you you put up in these stores or whatever. You still have to have workers to do stuff like that. And since you have to have uh, a a staff, you have to have a workforce to do this. You have to pay them a living wage. You know, you know, it's it's just it's just that simple. All right. All right. So that's that's it about the uh, about the chicken sandwich. Um, You you try for yourself. You. You, you can drop me a line, let me know how you feel about it, whatever. But like I said, I'm not going to, you know, I've, I've spoken about it. I'm not going to give them any free, any more, any endorsement or one way or the other. But, you know, you you can 
You can try it. If you can find it, you can try it for yourself and come to your own conclusion, okay? All right, with that, uh, come on back. In the second half, we'll talk about uh, common decency and why it seems to be hip not to be nice to people. I don't know what it is, but it seems like there are certain certain people really kind of get off on being dicks to others. All right, so stick around. So, I guess, I don't know, this isn't a new phenomenon, but as I get older, I'm, I guess I'm more perceptive. I've always been a people watcher and I'm, you know, it hasn't changed as I've gotten older. I, I haven't diminished uh, my, my desire to watch people's behavior and human interaction hasn't diminished, I should say. And what I've noticed is that there are a segment of people within society who who get off or seemingly get off on being assholes to one another, to other people, to to subordinates, to people they don't know. I don't know. I'm I might be oversimplifying all this. I might be beating a dead horse, but I thought I had a an interaction a few days ago with I'm not going to go into too much detail, but with some people and I watched a person treat another person with disdain and derision for no reason at all just because he could. And this person hadn't slighted him. This person hadn't wronged him in any way, shape, form, or fashion. He just came in and treated the other person with outright disrespect with no reason. He literally let off with disrespect. And... I don't know, I don't know where people, where they, like, it, it, it makes me think, like, who raised you? It really makes me think, who raised you? All right? Listen, I'm not saying that you have to be kumbaya. I'm not saying that you have to be holding hands and Joe familiar with everybody you come in contact with. But there's a certain level of base respect that we should have in our daily interactions with our fellow human beings, in our comings and goings, that I really feel is lacking. And it's not everyone, but there's a lot. There's enough where it's noticeable. And I really feel like the society we live in almost encourages this stuff. Not almost. It does encourage this. It encourages boorish behavior. It rewards this behavior. People like the person who I'm thinking about will go back to their 
Well, go back to other people who feel like he does and relay this story about, oh, you know, I, I got to this place today and these people tried to talk to me civilly and or you know what what he'll probably do is he'll probably spin it he'll probably spin it and say that these people were not uh, they weren't civil or they weren't competent and he has no time for this sort of thing so he talked to them in any way he felt and that's just the way he is I'm not changing and it's just not true. I watched the interaction take place in real time. And even if the people were incompetent, incompetence is no excuse for rudeness. It really just isn't. Okay. And I'm not going to, I'm thinking people will say, oh, that's PC culture run rampant. But what I've noticed is when people say you know, P- PC culture is run rampant is that you, the people who say that stuff like that, you nine times out of, out of 10 just want carte blanche to be absolute dickwads without being checked on it. That's what you want. You want complete freedom to be to be as douchey as you want without anybody coming back at your neck about it without uh anyone questioning your racism without anyone questioning your xenophobia without anyone questioning your sexism uh people are too sensitive no stop being a stop being a jerk stop being a jerk i'm not saying you have to be overly friendly I'm not saying you have to be uh, super duper engaging, but at the very least, courteous, uh, attentive. You can even be, uh, you can even be short. I'm not saying short like um, as if you're going to be impatient, but you can at least be to the point. That's, that's a, that's a, that's a bare minimum, you know, to the point with the interaction and then you you keep your, you keep it moving. There's no reason, there's no reason for this poor behavior. And I just wanted to let anybody know within the sound of my voice that if you are on the receiving end of behavior such as this. I want you to not take it personally. It does not reflect upon you. It reflects upon the character or lack of same of the person with the bad behavior, with the who's with the the person who is ill mannered. Okay, I want you to not internalize that and think that oh, it's something I did. No, no, that's the person who put that upon you and that person 
is the one with the problem. Okay. And, you know, you can choose to deal with it however you want to. I'm not going to police your, you know, your thoughts or actions. You know, you could be confrontational. You could not be confrontational. I don't know. I'm, you know, I, I'm not, I can't be a million places at once. I just wanted you to know that it's not you. It's them. And you, you take with that what you will. But my main thing is that I don't want people out here, if I can prevent it, uh, thinking that this is their problem. No, it's the problem of the person acting like a jackass. Okay. All right. Stick around. Come back and we'll close the show out. All right. So that will wrap up another episode of the Regularly Irregular podcast. I want to thank each and every one of you for listening again. As I always say, this show wouldn't be wouldn't be anywhere. I wouldn't have the motivation and the show wouldn't be anywhere where it is without the support of each and every one of you. Um, want to encourage everybody to, I don't know, try to be decent, you know, to somebody you come into contact with tomorrow. Uh, it starts with us. Any, any bit of change starts with the individual. And, you know, maybe this is just me be me being idealistic, but any amount of change starts with the individual. And if you take it upon yourself to, you know, treat someone with the base level of respect in your next interaction, uh, maybe that person will pay it forward. Maybe not, but it's a start. Um, yeah. So, and once again, good luck finding that sandwich. You know, uh, I don't think you're going to be able to. Good luck. And if you, you know, if you, you try to find it and you can't, you know, don't wall out. <laughs> it seems like like I shouldn't have to say this, but don't wild out because you can't find a chicken sandwich. You could buy something else. You could make it at your own house. You could buy a chicken sandwich from someplace else. There are any number of options that are more favorable, that are better than acting a fool over, you know, processed chicken, a pickle between two pieces of bread. All right, I'm off that. Uh, as always, you can find this show, the Regularly Irregular Podcast. Anywhere you get your podcast content, whether it's Spotify, whether it's Apple Podcasts, whether it's Google Podcasts, whether it's Overcast, wherever you get your content, we are there. Um, also, as always, you can find us on the uh, on the web at on a Facebook. We have a Facebook page, same name, regularly a regular podcast. We have an Instagram page, the Regularly Irregular Podcast. You can hit us up here on the Anchor webpage. The homepage of this podcast has a section where you can leave a message for me. I welcome you to do so. If you don't feel comfortable with leaving me a voicemail, you can always email me. The podcast email address is regireg, no, reg, 
regpodcast1 at gmail.com. That's R-E-G podcast, the number one at gmail.com. I was confused for a second. I need Aricep and rest. <laughs> so, um, so yeah. And if you could do me a favor, if you could be so kind, if you go to Apple podcasts and you are taking, uh, if you're taking this podcast in via Apple podcasts, if you could just please rate, um, and if wherever you guys are subscribe and if you like what we're doing here, uh, tell a friend, tell two friends, tell five friends. All right. All right. Um, I appreciate anything. Uh, even if it's just, even if you don't tell anybody, I appreciate you coming here and listening to me. Um, yeah, that's, that's the main deal. Okay. Uh, with that, I think that's it. I'll put a pin in it right there. Be good. Or if you can't be good, at least be good at it. Coelho suave. Take it easy. Talk to you soon.